Hi, I'm Megan. Hey, I'm Katie. We felt kind of alone in our kind of crunchy lives until we met each other. First neighbors and now friends, we realize that we have a lot in common and a lot to share about our holistic journey as moms. Our hope is that you feel encouraged and know that you are not alone in the noise and pressure that can be holistic living. Join us as we share tips and tricks to living differently and tell a few funny parenting stories too. Come travel down the road with us to becoming kind of crunchy. I mean, we don't, I don't think we wrote out an intro of like, hi, welcome <laughs> no, we to didn't. our very first episode <laughs> of Kind of Crunchy. Uh, oh, my kids just broke a picture frame in the stairwell. <laughs> Did they really? Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, gosh. Okay, so who we are. Who we are. How did we come to do this? <laughs> David Lehman mm-hmm. is responsible for your having to listen to us. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, my name is Katie, and I have been married for almost 15 years um, to my high school sweetheart. We've been together for almost 20. Mom of four daughters, 12 to... Almost three. We're almost in that uh, three-nager stage with our youngest. <laughs> um, born in Arkansas, but um, my family moved to Florida when I was five, and I grew up there, so I am a Florida girl. Um, I used to be fun. <laughs> before having kids. I used to be adventurous. Um <laughs> scuba diving and all of the fun, you know, Southwest Florida stuff, and then started having babies. And we moved to Arkansas in 2017, Um, moved to our neighborhood in 2020. We were the crazy people that had a baby, (laughs) got a puppy, and moved in 2020, (laughs) you know, because 2020 wasn't enough by itself. No. And uh, then y'all moved in. I was trying to think about it. Y'all moved in in April or May of 21? May of 21. We moved in three weeks before bringing home a baby. (laughs) I remember y'all looking at the house and your belly was... Very large and in charge. Yep. The waddle helped. Uh Uh-huh. That's right. (laughs) Yep. So that's me. Um... You want to talk about you? Sure. I'm Megan. Um... I have been married almost five years in October. Um, I was born and raised in Arkansas. I do like to have the disclaimer that I left to go to South Carolina for a couple years. Um, (laughs) So I did escape, but I came back. (laughs) When I have gone out to visit, I'm like, why did I leave here? It's so pretty. (laughs) Arkansas pulled you back. I know it did. I'm I'm glad it did. Yes, I am a hometown girl, Um, came back to my roots, Um, became a mom in 2021. Um, Yes, we were 
we were a little nuts. So we moved. We closed on our house literally a month before baby, <laughs> baby boy made his arrival. <laughs> so being pregnant this time around, I'm like, oh, good. <laughs> You're not planning any moves, right? No, oh, okay, no, no, good. no. I deleted the realtor app. <laughs> oh, good. Good. So, yeah. So, that's us. So, I guess why on earth are we doing a podcast? Yeah. <laughs> right? That's the question. <laughs> you brought home baby Steven, and we yes. started talking about mom and kid stuff. Yep. And we started figuring out that a lot of what we were searching for and what we wanted for our kids was really similar. Mm-hmm. Um, and started talking a lot in the front yard. And David <laughs> overheard. <laughs> He's like, y'all should talk about that. Mm, yep. I think it was actually Rick was the first person that said y'all should have a podcast. So this is oh, Ricardo's So this fault. is Rick's fault. Richard. <laughs> Dang it. Uh, but, um... I think my main um, reason or drive to do this is to encourage other moms to, Mm -hmm. you know, search out, um, question things and search things out and, you know, do what's best for you and your family um, to be as, you know, healthy and natural as possible, but also like an easy easy going approach to it. Yeah. Where we're not like trying to be perfect at it or not making concessions at times we are. Oh, yes. Um, And just, I don't know, having a place for somebody to fit in like us because Mm -hmm. I feel like there are groups where I'm not living healthy enough for that group. Yep. And then I feel like there's groups where I'm too healthy for them (laughs) and I make them feel judged and not meaning to it. Just like we'll choose something organic or, or something, you know, um, different than other people. And, um, it's just hard to find a spot where you fit, where you want to live healthy, but you also, you know, have to take your kids to school and do church and do, um, extracurricular activities and holidays and all of the things where, um, other things step in. So it's at home, it's easy to control. Yeah. But when you leave the house, <laughs> it's, it's, it's really hard <laughs> to um, make those same choices. Um, so that's my drive for it, as I just want to encourage mamas that um, who are trying to make these changes in their families that um, they're doing good and that we're here and we're doing it too and we are kind of just in it with them yeah so for me when I became a mom I I was warned that there that everyone had opinions about everything and I was like okay it's just like normal things in life (laughs) this was like a whole new ball game that I wasn't really ready for yeah of like Every choice, every, like every choice from the kind of diapers that you use to the kind of shampoo that Mm -hmm. is in your kid's bath (laughs) to the way that you choose to feed your child. Yes. Yep. 
everyone feels as though it's their place to mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. give you all sorts of advice, warranted, solicited, <laughs> say, or, or not. not. <laughs> um, right. And for me as a first-time mom, um, you were super – you were like a breath of fresh air because I – I mean, your girls are – incredible and they're awesome and <laughs> i was like katie's got this mom thing like oh no <laughs> <laughs> but as a, as a uh, but yeah, first time yeah. mom i was like i like i want i don't know everything i'm like yeah flying by the seat yeah, of my pants although i am yep. like very much a researcher like yes yep i i wasn't flying by the me seat too. of my pants but at times i felt like it i felt was. like it. there's a brick on the gas pedal oh yeah <laughs> i feel like that's the season i'm in <laughs> yeah, right <laughs> it's been going on for a little while now <laughs> for about 12 years <laughs> like for somebody to remove the brick <laughs> but you were like a safe place to land where i could ask questions where I could seek advice, um, but it was not met with judgment. Like, I feel like yeah. we very much are like, we're just like normal moms. Yeah. Like, we try to do things organically if we can. Yes. And yep. We choose to, you know, we want our kids to be outside as much as they can. And, mm-hmm. okay, if they're not wearing shoes, like, great, you're great. grounding. Yeah. And, like, I don't care. Like, that's yeah. All. Our yep. medicines are die free if possible yep. or when possible. Mm-hmm. But then like you see me carrying a Chick-fil-A bag and yeah. you're like, I get it too. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. So it was nice to be like, okay, there's another mom that's kind of crunchy like we are yep. where it's, we do the best that we can. Yes. And we make the best choices that we can. With grace. Yes. And knowing that, like, not every decision will be made right, but yep. we're going to do what we can in the ways that we can, and we yeah. have priorities, and we stick to those. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's, we don't, we don't make our own soap. I no. don't make my own candles. <laughs> I did attempt to make laundry detergent once, and it just wasn't, you know, a long-term thing for me. <laughs> um, but, I, I mean, it's true. It feels like living naturally or holistic is unattainable. Mm-hmm. Like, it just feels overwhelming. I f- remember feeling, like, just flooded with information. And then my one of my favorite ways to describe it is stress paralyzed. (laughs) So I felt like I am so stressed out by everything trying to make us sick, trying to (laughs) kill us, (laughs) you know, like that's been, um, you know, better ways of doing things and, and what I'm doing is all wrong. And I just felt so overwhelmed where I didn't know what to do. I remember one of my first things that I changed, um, that was, that was a significant change was our pots and pans. Mm-hmm. We went from Teflon to stainless steel. Yep. And I just remember cooking eggs in it and be like, these things are garbage. <laughs> like I can't <laughs> I can't get my egg out of the pan. Half the egg's still in the pan. Like I just felt like this should be an easy switch. And it wasn't. It was so frustrating and there's so much information out there and you feel kind of alone in it. Yep. 
um, in the decisions and there's some contradicting things out there too. Absolutely. And so it's just nice when you have people like you and I, that we can (laughs) talk to each other and really just, um, I don't know, value this friendship. And we just, you know, hope there's other people out there that feel the same Yeah, and want to, you know, have that encouragement. But, um, we are not perfect. No. <laughs> we do like to go through a drive through every now and then when life is crazy, you know, yep. like you're running around to school and extracurricular things and family things and um, you, you know, time gets away from you and you've got to just go through somewhere and that's okay. Yep. Like I just kind of live where, you know, we try majority of our life to, to make good choices, to, yep. to make sure that we are you know, doing what we, you know, understand is best for our family. And then we make concessions here and there. Um, but, um, I know you and I both talked about, we just try to find creative ways yes, to, um, to live like this, but also, you know, it be affordable because man, it can get expensive. Jeez Louise. <laughs> I had no idea. Like, I mean, I knew, like, my parents would joke with me about how expensive I was. <laughs> I just thought it was because I was high maintenance. Oh, no, David's uh, like, great. <laughs> but, no, I mean, I think that's what's hard is, like, you sit there and you're like, well, I, I, I want what's best for my kids. And you see these, like, very holistic um, Instagram pages or yes. blogs. Yep. and. They're like, well, these are the pouch. Okay, if you're if you're going to do pouches at all, yeah, you should use these. And then you go to the store, and you're like, I can't afford, yeah, three, right, almost four dollars yes. a pouch. Like, yep. that's outrageous. It's crazy. And so, yeah, especially when they're packing away like two or three at a time. Yes. Yeah. Like you sit there and you're like, okay, I want to be creative because I do want what's best for my child. I think yeah. most parents would say that they want what's best for their child yeah yep but also like we're normal people on a normal budget (laughs) right and yes we can't like I can't go drop 300 bucks a Mm -hmm. week on food for him and the special diaper yeah yes all of that so like how do like yeah it has definitely been a learning curve and I think like we don't want to, I don't, I think for us, our desire isn't to be like, well, this is what you should go buy. But like, right. what questions do we ask? Like when we're yes. purchasing things, yes. or, you know, what are creative ways that we have found to like still live the kind of lifestyle that we want to live where, you know, we can control what we can control and we mm-hmm. use the cleanest when we can, but not like go into debt over it right or like not have to pick <laughs> yeah like <laughs> the electric bill or super nice pouches for my kid right yeah, yeah because right that's where yeah it, yeah it can get outrageous it can mm-hmm. yep so yep. I think yeah I think that's another desire for us as well of like mm-hmm. what que- like what what do we look for what do we like what questions are we asking and yeah not 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 the unsolicited advice of you should be buying X, right. Y, and Z. Yeah. Yes. Yep. And just being real. Like, mm-hmm. just, it's hard. 
It's hard being a mom. It's mm-hmm. hard um, choosing a lifestyle that's um, where you try and make all these healthy options. It's a lot of work. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it's nice when somebody's like, hey, I tried this. And this really worked for me. Mm-hmm. Or I tried this and this was really bad. Don't, don't do this. <laughs> I might have more of those stories after all this time than anything else. But I think that um, the kind of crunchy is just a, just the perfect way to describe the light, like what we what we're doing. Yeah, I think you uh, you came up with that. When we were talking, one of the many <laughs> nights in the front yard while the kids are playing. And uh, I just, I remember you saying that and thinking like, man, that is good. That is, that is where I'm at. Yeah. You know? Um, and I, th- I think a lot of people are there. Um, so you want to talk about our journey? What brought us to this kind of sure lifestyle? I can go first. Okay. So um, I did not necessarily grow up in a crunchy household. Um, My father was a canned vegetable salesman. So we grew up on canned veggies. Mm, Um, Yep. (laughs) Yep. Um, And... I mean, we were super active as kids. Like, my parents, my dad was my softball coach growing up. Yeah. So, we were active and we were outside and all of this. But I definitely wasn't aware of, like, nutrition and what I was putting in my body. And, I mean, my parents, because I was so active, like, it wasn't necessarily front of mind for them either. Um, And so... I would say the journey kind of started my freshman year of college. I had a knee injury my senior year, and I had packed on quite a bit of weight um, after my knee surgery Mm. because everyone brings you cookies and Sonic Mm. gift cards. And you're somewhat immobilized, I would imagine, (laughs) at least for a little bit after. I was in an immobilizer for like six weeks. Oh, my goodness. So, like, I was was non-weight-bearing on crutches Mm. for... A month and a half. So, like, yeah, it was not good. Right now, though, that sounds amazing. (laughs) I mean, if if I had to sit for six weeks and just eat. You're like, there are worse things, right? Oh, no. But as a college student, I understand that's probably, after a couple of days, it would be torture. Yes. Yeah. So, I somehow still managed to find a small school. To take me on their volleyball team. (laughs) And I went and I met with the coach and she was like, girl, we got to get your health in check. Yeah. And so my lovely assistant coach met me three mornings a week. Oh, wow. And like 6.30 or 7 a.m. before school start, like before Mm. I had my first class. And like she essentially ran me. Like, (laughs) we got cardio focused, and we did food journals, and I think it was the first time I actually, like, paid attention to what on earth I was eating. Yeah. And not that in college, I not that I ate clean in college, (laughs) but I do think it was, like, the first time that I was like, oh, I probably don't need three Diet Cokes in a day. Mm, Like, my water intake is super low or whatever. Like, Yeah, made you think about it differently. So, fast forward through college. We survived. 
Um, about two years after I graduated college, I, um, <laughs> I was coaching a club volleyball team and I had dropped a bunch of weight and I was like very confused what was happening and my legs started to swell. And so I went to the, mm. my paramedic brother-in-law was like, you should probably go to like the emergency room. Like oh, wow. it's now in both legs. Like that's a little concerning. Yeah. Let's like go. I think you should go get it checked out. Mm. I was like, fine, That's fine, scary. Fine. So my options at the urgent care were a blood clot or diabetes. Oh, and they're like, but those we can't determine choices. that here. I was like, is there like a... Can you like give a- me different choices, please? I don't like those. <laughs> What's my door number three? Like, we haven't mentioned that door yet. Right. I'm going to pass on door one and two. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. So they sent me to the ER, and my blood sugar was like 500. Oh. So for those that don't know, your blood sugar should be like 120 as normal. Uh, so a little over. Just a little high. <laughs> um, oh, my goodness. But I was actually, like, misdiagnosed. So I was diagnosed as a type 2 because I was, like, 23, 24 years old. Ah. Um, And type 1 diabetes is also called or referred to as juvenile juvenile diabetes. Yeah. Um, Is it something you're born with? So it is, like, an autoimmune. Ah, okay. So, um, but because I was older, they were like, oh, you're type 2. Yeah. Here, like, go see your, like, go see your, like, family doctor, and it'll be great. So I hired a nutritionist. I was, like, barely eating. Mm. My blood sugars were still outrageous. I had a wonderful doctor who, um, it was, like, crazy story how he got in contact with me, but he was, like, you're not a type 2. You're a type 1. Oh, wow. And so he brought me in, and, like, my whole world changed in, like, a day. And so it was a lot to process. Um, but going through like the like the doctor's office had like nutritionists and lifestyle coaches that they had you meet with and like going through all of that, I was like, This can't be right. Yeah. Like they were like, just go low carb. Like you're gonna do and I was like, That's like contradicting what my doctor's telling yeah. me. So like this can't be right. So Thank God for my assistant volleyball coach yeah. from college. I uh, She went back and became a nutritionist, and she had her oh, own, like, awesome. nutritional, like, coaching service. And I called her, and I was like, do you take – I know you're in South Carolina, but do you take people, like, yeah. from a distance? And she was like, absolutely. Like, oh, we can have phone thinking. conversations. Yeah. And, like, I'll just – she's like, I, I email, you know, food plans out anyway, so, like, there's no reason I can't take you on. Yeah. And she changed my whole way of thinking. Like, she took the approach of, like, it matters. It's not about – it is about the carbs that you put in your body, but it's not about the number. It's about the kind of carbs. It's about the kind of proteins, the Mm. kind of fats. Like, she put it into perspective of, like, you don't just go to the store and pick up the lowest carb yogurt that you can find. Right. Like – Yeah, it's a different approach. And it completely changed the way I looked at food. Um, And it completely changed my blood sugars. Wow. So it was like, I was like my own little, like, guinea pig. (laughs) I would take the, like, Sara Lee, like, 95-calorie bread, and I would, like, make myself, you know, like a peanut butter. Like, I'd, like, do it for toast, and I'd put peanut butter on it. Yeah. And then I'd get Ezekiel bread, Mm -hmm. which was, like, the sprouted grains, Mm -hmm. which, yes, does taste like cardboard at times. That's why you toast it. (laughs) 
and even though yeah, he's it's not great you know, it's not like you want to just munch on it yeah. like if you wanted <laughs> try not to think about it right? <laughs> you just kind of eat it but even though like the packaging sprouted grains like they're higher in carbs by a lot yeah my blood sugar didn't have near the spikes that is incredible and i was like whoa like my mind was blown yeah yeah um and that's like really kind of where it started for me yeah. it was like for my health like for my well-being i've got to figure out how to take care of myself and that yeah. starts with like what i put in my body and then i started hearing about clean makeup and clean mm. deodorant and talk powder yes had no idea it's the devil <laughs> it's in everything <laughs> literally <laughs> And it was, I mean, I really did take it like one step at a time. Like it was like the deodorant for me. And then I was Mm -hmm. like, okay, when I run out of foundation, I'm going to replace it with something better. Yep. Yes. Because your budget doesn't allow to just totally clean house of all of your, you know, makeup and hygiene products. Like that is so it's so expensive. So I, yeah, absolutely. So (laughs) yeah. Like, cause you have, you can't. It's like, it truly is like eating an elephant. You have to do it one bite yes, at a time. Yes, That's a great, yeah. If you eat the example. whole elephant in one sitting, like yeah. you're going to, yeah. it just won't work. It's not going to work. <laughs> but <laughs> I do, I think for me, like after being diagnosed as like a type one diabetic, then my dad was diagnosed with cancer mm. and not that I believe that like it was hit, like I believe that you know, that was unfortunate, like that was God's plan, even though I don't, Mm. even though I don't want it to be like, (laughs) that's, that's like the path that we were meant to travel down. Um, but I started looking at like, okay, what do I need to do to like genetically, like, what do I need to do to set Mm. my kid up and myself up? And I get it. Like I had 20, you know, 27 years of, you know, just normal living <laughs> um, before before mm. I really like dove in and started looking. But yeah, when, when we got pregnant, I looked at Dave and I was like, I know I can't protect Steven from everything. Yeah. I know that that's not physically possible, but I will do my best to stack every odd in his favor. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great way to put it. So for me, that's like. That's where I went from just like caring about food and like, let's be real. Like food wise, I'm still not perfect. Like I still know like, you know, when we order Domino's at 11 o'clock at night sitting <laughs> on the front lawn, like I know that's not the I best don't know thing. what you're talking about. <laughs> right. Like I know that's not the best thing to put in my body, but right. It's all about like, and I don't know. I feel like that's where it's like, we know that we're not perfect, but we also yeah. don't do it every night. No. Like we don't even do it every, really no. during the summers is where you'll catch us <laughs> out there. But <laughs> winters is a little cold, yeah. so we don't order pizzas. <laughs> <laughs> but but it, yeah, it, for me, it was, especially when I found out I was pregnant, like anything that went into my body, I was like, this directly affects my kid. Yeah. And yeah, that changes things. Very like it. Yeah. For me, it was. Yeah. It was a pretty like immediate switch of like, okay, yeah, like, mm-hmm. no more aluminum in my deodorant. Yeah, that's, that's great. <laughs> yeah, yep. You know, mm-hmm. so that yeah, for me, like that's I feel like the journey to to where I kind of got where I was. Um, 
yeah, I would say being a mom, like for me being the diabetic, like being a diabetic was definitely the first step, but then becoming a mom, like it completely like changed my perspective of things. It made it more essential for me to make those changes. Mm, Yes. Yep. So, because it wasn't just about me at that point. Yeah. So. That little baby Steven. <laughs> um, oh, well, for me, my journey, but I mean, similarly, uh, grew up, you know, just normal, normal food, family food, right? <laughs> um, my, my mom uh, cooked a lot of a lot of Southern dishes. So we had a lot of, you know, mashed potatoes and gravy and fried pork chops (laughs) and sweet tea that was almost syrup. I mean, it was like you almost, it almost crossed that line of being able to put it on pancakes. Um, And that was just about every night. Um, We had uh, some sort of dinner like that and um, just grew up. You know, I think part of it too is like, you know, they just didn't know. Right. You just, you just didn't, it was, things were different, but, um, my, I had a a sibling who's chronically ill and, um, was in and out of the hospital a lot growing up, lots of procedures, lots of medications. Um, and that went on for, for, um, most of my childhood. And then my mom got sick when I was in high school. Um, I think it was the end of my sophomore year. She um, had pelvic floor prolapse. And so everything just kind of shifted. And um, she was in the hospital and had a couple of surgeries, one of which was was mesh. And uh, for her, that did not go well. And so I got to see um, a lot of just medical side of things like mm-hmm. just being at the hospital a lot and with between my my sibling and and my mother and um the medications and um just just being chronically ill it's it's hard to watch a family member um be sick like that for for a long time um and um we just we just did normal medication just normal mm-hmm. stuff never really thought about and you know, there being any other options, never thought about getting to the root cause of something like, no, (laughs) didn't, didn't, uh, wasn't a topic in our, in our, uh, in our family. But, um, my, my first real experience with holistic living was, um, a sweet elderly lady named we, well, I grew up knowing her as Mimi, um, a friend of mine, it was her grandmother and, um, my friend's mother and my mother were good friends. And so it was just like a family, um, that we, uh, grew up with. I've known since kindergarten, but Mimi was in her early eighties. Um, when she got in a, um, pretty bad car accident, she had to have physical therapy and, um, needed assistance. Um, doing tasks at home and running errands and going to appointments for her physical therapy. And so I started working, um, to take care of her during that time. And I got, um, a really neat look into her life. Um, being in her early eighties, um, it was pretty, um, remarkable to me that she took no prescription medication and I always thought that was like, wow, that's really, that's really neat. Well, mm-hmm. I was really curious. So I looked it up and um, research uh, 
shows that prescription uh, drug use increases with age. Three quarters of those age 50 to 64 use prescription drugs compared to 91% of those age 80 and older. So she was in the 9% category of of not taking uh, any prescription medication. So instead, she took about a handful (laughs) of supplements and vitamins in the morning and a handful of supplements and vitamins in the evening. And she went to aerobics class, uh, water aerobics, like three times a week. And um, she home cooked most of her meals. She hardly anything processed. And um, she made sure to be home every time uh, the Dr. Becker show came on, (laughs) um, which he would talk about gut health and probiotics. Now, mind you, this is like back in 2007. That's awesome. You know, like we weren't talking about that then. Probiotics. What the heck is that? (laughs) You know, like it just not. So she would watch, you know, the Your Health show and take all these supplements. And I'm like, what is she doing? Like, this is, this is really different than how I know, you know, how I'm living, how my family lives, you know? And, um, she was so healthy when my sister was really, really sick. She needed, um, um, blood transfusion. And, uh, Mimi went and got tested and they said, yep, you are good to go. You can donate. And, um, my sister, uh, felt, um, she got the transfusion and, um, she said, I know that's Mimi's blood. I feel so, she had so much energy. She felt totally different and, um, she didn't know for sure, you know, by seeing any sort of paperwork, but she's like, I just know that it's hers. And so they asked the doctor and he checked and he said, yep, that's, that's, you know, we called her Mimi, but anyways, that was her. But she was so healthy and um, really strong. She lived to be 92. Um, and um, But what cracks me up, what <laughs> makes which makes this so full circle for me is that she was so healthy, took all of her vitamins, um, just very active, and um, you would look at her and just be like, wow, that's the picture of health. She had the best darn candy drawer in her kitchen. <laughs> I swear to you, you opened that drawer. It wasn't like, oh, these are leftover Halloween candies, miniature size. Like, they were full size, you know. know, Publix has, you know, the great buy one, get one free. Um, Down in Florida, in uh, Publix grocery stores are the best, by the way. That's a side note. But (laughs) anyways, they have these buy one, get one deals. So I would go grocery shopping with her, and she would have all of her, you know, healthy items, her fruits and her vegetables and all her her things. And then, you know, Hershey's was buy one, get one. So we had to make (laughs) sure and get. And if they were out, we got a rain check. You know, we had to make sure we we were going to get it. That's awesome. But she had a she had a drawer and she had the best candy drawer. Um, but anyway, so that was that was really where it started for me was was seeing you know family really chronically ill and then seeing how healthy she was. I was like, man, something's got to change. Like, yeah, some this affects your health. Like, what she's doing is making a difference. Mm-hmm. And then I got pregnant with our first daughter, and that's really where it really took um, a turn for me. I mean, what you said was just exactly how I felt. Um, Somebody else was depending on me. And so it mattered even more what I was putting, you know, in my body Mm -hmm. and um, what I was exposing our baby to. And so I went, you know, down all this research and, and started making changes in our family. But, um, it has been, I think what you said about 
the elephant. Like that's so true. You know, just making small changes when you can is mm-hmm. what, I mean, that's where it's at. That's, that's, that to me is what helps it be more sustainable. Yeah. Instead of just trying to overhaul the whole thing, getting overwhelmed and being like, I can't do it. Yeah. You know, so like the little changes for us throughout the years has been what's really helped uh, our family kind of just stay on that road. Yeah. To kind of crunchy. <laughs> Well, if you have made it this far, <laughs> thank, thank you. you. <laughs> thank you for sticking with us yes. through this first episode as we find our podcast legs. Yes. Yep. Um, so I think our goal is going to be, well, our goal is to try to release one of these every other Tuesday. So yes. if you want to listen... We would love it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we hope each episode will pick a different topic that's either impactful to us or has been or is currently impactful to yeah. us. Um, I'm sure we'll have some toddler and parenting stories along the way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> some yep. front yard, front yard play stories. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, thank you for... If you're still listening to this too, like, thank you for sticking with us. And we hope that you come along this journey with us as we talk about our kind of crunchy lives. Yes. Thank you for listening.